Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. I can't believe all you are here today. Man, I don't know if I'd be here today with this one. Jeez, that's right. It's good and warm, nice and warm in here anyways. You know, we continue this series in God's Word on such a time as this, and we take that from the book of Esther and how that the queen was asked the question by Mordecai, uh, if you don't do or cannot do your part, who will to help those in this time in the world that we live in? Who's going to save the Jewish people? We look at ourselves and the world we live in today. Who's going to help people today? in such a time as this. And this is the fourth part today on asking ourselves or the Lord the right question, asking the right questions. It's so important whether it's ourself or the Lord when it comes to the time that we're living. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We, Lord, just today, even as the weather is, and Lord, uh, people have just done whatever they could to get here today on this cold, wintry day. Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for their commitment to you and all those that are tuning in, Lord, and watching live. Lord, we just pray that every one of us, Lord, through the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would speak to our hearts in the way that we need it, only the way that you can. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, asking your right questions. You know, uh, when you, you worked out over a period of years and you get to the places you get older, you can't, which some of you maybe can relate with that, is, is that you can't work out like you used to. And, and uh, I'll look at a weight now and I'll go, uh, the question will be like, can, can I lift that? <laughs> and and, and uh, I really know that I can't. So... I, but it, there was a temptation there to think that my ego, in a way, that I still could. So because of that, I sold all my heavy weights in a way so I wouldn't get myself into that situation. Now, the question for you today is how the, we don't ask ourselves enough questions when we come to certain things in our life. We get ourselves into trouble many times by just not asking the right question. What will that do? What are the consequences of that? Uh, what are the questions that I ask the Lord? And we're going to look at God's word today in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 3 and 4. Matthew chapter 24 and verses 3 and 4. Jesus is, is getting ready to leave uh, the disciples um, as far as this life. And they know some way, somehow what, uh, that What's going to happen? Lord, what's going to happen? And, and it's bothering them, so they go to him with some questions. And they ask him a few questions, and I want you to notice how he answers them. In Matthew 24, verses 3 and 4, Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us when will be the signs of of your coming, or what will the signs be? Tell us when will these things be? What will be the signs of your coming 
and of the end of the age. And, and the Lord answered, and notice now, I want you to notice something very careful. The Lord really didn't, didn't answer their questions the way that they thought it would be answered. And I don't want you to get discouraged today is that when you go to the Lord with a question, many times he's not going to answer it just the way that you thought that he would. doesn't mean that we shouldn't listen. Because he's going to tell us something very important about our life. Uh, two out of those three questions, he answered one of them later on. But two out of three, he really avoided. And he went to what was so important that what was going to happen to them. And this is to us today in the world that we live in. In these last days, Jesus is so alive. He asks us this question. As, as they ask the question to him, he tells them something so important that he tells us today. Three questions they ask, and he comes to them, and this is what he answers with. And he answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. It's so interesting. I mean, in the world that we live in today, there's so much deception. Deception means to be misled. Where in our life are we being misled, whether it's on the media whether it's something, the conversations you have with everyday people, what Satan tries to do in our mind and discourage us and what we've been through the last couple of weeks, maybe the news that you have heard the last couple of weeks or something has happened to you that you didn't thought you'd have to face, and you're questioning. You're wondering what's going on. I want you to know the Lord is going to answer you. Be careful how you're going to listen, but he will answer you. He's telling us today in the world that we live in, we are in the last days. Do not be misled. Now, I, I encourage you to ask the Lord whatever question there might be, but listen very careful for what he says because he says to them something really totally different than what they thought was going to be said. But the most important thing he shared with them, do not be misled. Now, we're living in the last days. And in the last days, we know the book of Revelation, I want to share this with you, talks about different things that will happen. We, we don't have to be afraid. A lot of people are scared to death and they see the book of Revelation. We shouldn't be afraid. It, it's good news to us. I, I mean, we win. The Lord's coming back. I mean, we're going to be in heaven forever. The Lord says, you be, read this last book, you're going to be blessed. I want you to listen carefully, and I'm going to tie this in at the beginning of this with what we're looking at. Revelation gives us a picture of the image of the beast as far as, you know, the Antichrist and the false prophet that's going to come upon the world. We know now, though, I want you to listen carefully, that the spirit of the Antichrist is already in this world, the spirit. So, in other words, the devil wants to discourage you. He wants to tempt you in such a way. His goal is to take you down. And he's going to do it in such a way that he'll mislead you. You know, just kind of, kind of throw things out there a little bit to where you won't be so suddenly taken off guard. What's my point with that? Well, let me read this to you, and then I'm going to have Jim show you something. Revelation 13, it talks about the beast. Now, the beast which I saw, now listen carefully, like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, his mouth like the mouth of a lion, the dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. I don't, couldn't believe this, but this is true. I want you to see the image that's in front 
of, you see that image? I just read it. You know where that image is? The sculpture? It's in front now of the United Nations building in New York City. Notice what it says. It looks like a leopard, the feet of a bear, the mouth of a lion. That's exactly what it is. It's in front of the United Nations building today as I'm speaking. Now, what is that when a kid's going on a field trip? You know, the kid's looking at that. Oh, oh, United Nations. I guess that means that's going to bring everybody together, isn't it? You know? It's like, no, look at that. It's That's right in our face. Right there in front of where? Of all places. The United Nations building. What group got together to put this beautiful sculpture in front of the United Nations building? The spirit of the Antichrist is here, is working. Do not be deceived. Don't be deceived today what you're living in. Now, the question that was answered that we see in God's word is I'm here to share with you today, don't be misled. The right question gets the answers, and the right question that we go before the Lord is what should it always be? There's a question that you should always ask more than anything else as a believer that I believe will calm you, that will help you, will not fix the problem right away. Because when something happens, Lord, help me out of this financial situation. Lord, please help me. Lord, heal me right now. And we all want that healing. Lord, fix this. Whatever it is, Lord, please. And there's another question. All those are fine, and they're, they're great that we ask those questions. What is the most important question, I believe, as a believer, that you and I can ask the Lord today? And he says you can ask it as much as you want. Well, it's found in the book of James. James chapter 1 and verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom... Let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. A promise is given to you right there. All you and I have to do in what you're doing. How many times you've heard me say this before? Last week or the week or two weeks ago, you're dealing with something totally different that you had no idea that you were going to deal with today. We don't know what's going to happen. God says, I've given you a future and a hope, no matter what you're facing. And he says, the way that I'm going to do it, the problem won't be fixed right away when you got the news, whatever it might be. But he says, I'm going to give you something in such a way, I'll give you wisdom. Not knowledge, it's different. Knowledge is this where it's book, you you become a whatever it might be specialized in a trade as a, uh, in a construction or a nurse or a doctor or whatever it might be, an attorney, you're specialized in what you do. You've had to learn that knowledge. What God is saying, though, I'm going to give you wisdom, something spiritual that is spirit-led in your life that will guide you through the darkest times that you face the times of uncertainty, the times that you're questioning. God's saying, if you ask me, all you got to do is ask me. I, I not, only, not only give you an answer to that, 
I'll give it to you as much as you need. You can ask me every day, every hour of every day. The question is to go back last week, not to get on you, asking myself the same thing. How many times did we really ask the Lord for wisdom? I don't care whether you're in junior high or whether you're an elderly person. No, I don't, what situation you're in? Lord, will you help me deal with these kids at school? Or will you help me? Do, Lord, help, show me what I need to do. Please, Lord, help me. Give me wisdom. It is spirit-led. He, the Holy Spirit, will guide you in what? What does he guide us in? In all truth. He's never going to lie to you. And you know what the Bible tells us something so important when we ask the Lord a question? You can always be right. You know, we can always ask the Lord the right questions. You know why? Because Romans chapter 8 tells us this. Even when you're in the midst of uncertainty, even God goes so far to the place, even when you do not know how or what to ask for, he says, I hear your heart. And the Spirit of God takes what you're really wanting to ask and goes boldly to the throne room of grace and mercy in your time of need and gives you exactly what you need. What has to happen as we close, which is so important, the Bible always gives us pictures in the Old Testament of wars. And those wars always mean something spiritually when it comes to what we're facing in this life. And if we ask the Lord the questions and we go before him, he will help you. He's going to guide you. He's going to show you what you have to do and the decisions that you have to make. I can't make whatever decisions for you, and you can't make them for me, whatever it might be. But Jesus, through his spirit, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You have hope. No matter what has taken place, ask the Lord for wisdom. And he'll give you as much as you need to walk through what you're going through right now. How does that happen then? What's the catalyst as we look at today as we close with these verses in Psalm chapter 46? It's giving us a picture of war. Many times you'll hear this, this verse quoted in the Old Testament, but you don't hear the previous verses that go with it and, and, and how it comes together with that. So in Psalm chapter 46, listen to verses 6 through 10. The nations raged and the kingdoms were moved. He, meaning God, uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord who has made desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. And he burns the chariots in the fire. And the verse that closes with that tells us, God who is great, awesome, and mighty, and more powerful in any situation that you need, here's the catalyst for the question when you ask the Lord for wisdom. Here's how it works. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. 
I will be exalted in the earth. It's a great passage in this same book of the Bible. It says, and when God flung all these stars into heaven, the billions of stars, he numbered them and he named them. If God knows the names of all the stars, the billions of stars, and he came to die on the cross, not for the stars, he came to die on the cross for you and for me. And we become a child of God. He is our heavenly father. Don't you think that what he wants to do for you and for me, what he wants to do, it says when we are in his presence, there is joy forevermore. When we're right there with him. The problem is with that verse is we don't take that. The greater the blow that Satan comes to hit you in this life, the more the quiet time the time that you need to sit down all alone. The greater you get hit, the more the quiet, you just need to sit there and let the Lord sink in through you with his spirit to let you know it's going to be okay. But we got to figure it out. We're going to work it out. We got to, we got to do that. We're going to try whatever, whatever's going to have to happen. Financially, how am I going to do this? And what did the doctors say next? And all this? And those are all things that we need to do. Don't get me wrong. But the greatest thing that you need to do when you ask the Lord for wisdom is to be still and to be quiet and know who Jesus is and what he can do because you're his child. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his power, his mighty power in this world that we live in today, and the spirit of the Antichrist is working more powerful than ever. I mean, what are we seeing? We've seen in the last couple of days of all the police officers are being shot. Within 24 hours, there have been eight children that were killed by gunfire just in Chicago alone. You can't tell me that we're not living in this spirit of evil in the world that we're living in today. What can we do to go before the Lord and say, Lord, help me, guide me, direct me? And he will. Just spend time with him. Just be quiet as you're driving your car. Instead of on the phone, the radio's on, we're talking, we're doing all these other things. Quiet. The greater the hit the devil comes at you, the quieter that you need to be before the Lord. Be still and know that he is our creator. He's our savior. He's got a future. He's got a plan for you. You are his child, Christ in you, the hope of glory. In these last days, and he finally says, looking. Always looking and knowing, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's coming back. Many times as I prepare to speak through the week, I say to myself, what if this was the last message I was ever going to give? How would I try and present it? What if this was our last week, knowing that the Lord was going to come back next week? And how would we change and live? What would our problems be and not be? What would we look at in the situation that we're in? We would know that is Christ in the mix? We're going to heaven? He's got this. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, ask him for wisdom. Ask him that question, which is the most important. 
And even though you might be off track, even though you might be more discouraged and you might not know how to go before him sometimes, the Spirit knows and takes the groanings in your heart before Jesus and he comes to you and he comforts you because he is the God of all comfort and he will guide you in the spirit of truth and the peace that he leaves with us it's the peace that this world knows nothing about it's the peace that can only come from heaven that's who we serve today I'm just here to remind you to know that you can go to God with any question that you have but the most important Lord will you give me wisdom for what I'm facing and his spirit will come into you and he will guide you in such a way that you will know without a doubt he's taking you down the path and this journey that you're on that you're going to make it let's pray as their heads are bowed today, what is it maybe a couple weeks ago that you didn't know about or something new that you're dealing with? Just ask the Lord. You can ask him right now, Lord, will you give me wisdom? He'll give it to you as much as you want. You can ask him this afternoon again, tonight, tomorrow. But we just need to have the time that we're with him, a quiet time, that he can encourage you and direct your path. If you're watching, we have so many people watching now, whether it's live or taped, that I want you to know that Jesus loves you. The things that you that happen in this life, it's life. The devil hates who we are, what we stand for. We're actually made in God's image. But I want you to know today there is a way. Jesus said, I am the way. He'll tell you the truth. He is the truth. And he is the life. I don't know what you're facing today. But I know if you want to ask Jesus as your Savior today to come into your heart. The Bible says that you, by prayer, saying, Lord, I come to you. I, I don't quite understand all this, but I believe, Jesus, that you're God's son by faith. And you came to this world. And Jesus, right now, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. I believe you died on the cross and shed your perfect blood for me. Forgive me, Jesus. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you. We praise you for those that have accepted you as their Savior that are watching today. Lord, we thank you that, Lord, you give us a way. Even in this darkness of time that we live in today, Lord, you show us and you guide us in your truth. Lord, we thank you. Lord, if there's someone even here today, we always give an invitation over the airways. And, Lord, even here, if there's someone, may a friend bring a friend. If, I don't know, but, Lord, you do. If there's someone that needs to accept you today, may they come forward and I can pray with them that same prayer. And they can ask you into their heart. As Ben leads us as we stand today, we give you the praise and the glory, Lord. We thank you 
for showing us the way. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.